It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And here on Postcast, Ron Boone, what are your thoughts? Is this one? Well, over? first of all, the first half was a very high-scoring first half. I was under the impression we were going to get 140 points tonight, the way things were, the way things were going. But uh, the second half turned into some, some very good defensive plays and some very good offensive plays with 18 lead changes. So it was a very exciting basketball game, basketball game to watch. But I thought it was uh, the, the impressive thing was how the Jazz answered every run that the Pelicans were able to make, and they got something out of the bench there as well. It was a high-tempo, fast-paced offensive game. There's a bunch of little aspects to it were, that were interesting. Most interesting to me, Ron, was the fact that Boyan Bogdanovich is really not had a very good month. His pick-and-roll numbers weren't very good. And Quinn Snyder milked the Boyan Bogdanovich pick-and-roll for a long period of time, and he ends up having 35 tonight to set a new season high. Yeah, 11 for 21. And, and he started this in Orlando and a little bit in Chicago to where he knew he was struggling shooting the three and the perimeter shot. Then he started backing guys down and, and just getting the, the mid-range game and start knocking down some, some two-pointers. He did that a couple of times here tonight, but for the most part, he was just old, the, 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 the boy on that we've watched all season long, uh, getting to the open spots and knocking, uh, knocking down a, a number of shots. So uh, Quinn saw that he was rolling and he was hot, and he just kept milking him and calling plays for him, and he just uh, he responded. Jazz win their 11th of their last 12. They're 6-0 and since the acquisition of Jordan Clarkson. And for the second game in three nights, Rudy Gobert basically has a game-winning defensive stop at the rim. Zach Levine the other night and Brandon Ingram tonight. Ron, they're subtle changes, but these games are not decided by a lot of points so that when you put George Niang in for Jeff Green and Tony Bradley in for Ed Davis and you add Jordan Clarkson, you start to win games you were losing. Well, you sell that, okay. Quinn's experimented all season long. I mean, I know it's, not, it's a short season, but he experimented with players. Uh, he's experimented with, with different combinations out there on the floor. Uh, and then he just came to the conclusion that he's going to try something else. And so right now it's really starting to, uh, just starting to work for, for, the, for, for the good. Uh, it, it's amazing how just one player or one position change or something like that can make a big difference in your execution and, and what you're getting out of your, out of your teammates. All right, let's get some of the questions that have come in. We have a short show today because the bus is supposedly leaving really fast. Uh, K-Jack wants, what's the purpose of Tucker's minutes and what role do you see him taking? Keep him engaged. Keep, give him five, six, seven minutes. Keep him engaged. They think he can really play. Get him to understand what's going on. You don't want to just bury a guy at the end of the bench. You're going to need him at some point in time. You always do. And, and you're seeing him get those minutes. He made one nice play tonight. He has not played second half minutes yet, but you're giving him five or six minutes to get comfortable. Well, and, and the big thing here is, you know, they see what he's doing and what he can do in practice. And so putting him in a basketball game and giving some game time minutes, um, it's only going to help the Jazz in the long run. What if one of the players was to go down uh, in, in a basketball game, now you need him, and he doesn't have any experience out there on the floor. So coaches are very, very smart. They really work at 12 players or 13 players uh, and not just uh, you know, your starters. They try to make sure that everyone gets an opportunity. We all miss favors, but Jazz wouldn't have been able to score that many points without Bogey. You know, I got to be honest, I had the exact same thought today. I posted the picture of, of Derek and Rudy together, and everyone's like, I miss him, I miss him, I want him back, and I love Derek too. And sure, it'd be great down back as a backup center for 14 minutes a night. But Boyan Bogdanovich and George Niang out of the power forward position tonight go 5 of 12 from 3, and they score 41 points. That's where we're different 
as much as we all love Derek, that's the difference in this basketball team is you now have viable offensive options and that can play at every position. And George Niang has a really good game tonight. Tony Bradley has a really good game tonight. This team is coming together as a group. And when you win, it's easy to come together, and we're seeing it happen. Well, at the beginning of the year, and maybe over the summer, uh, the coaching staff and the powers that be have a pretty good idea of how uh, or what kind of roster they want and what kind of philosophy that they would like to have. And, and uh, they wanted three-point shooters. Um, the league is going that direction. You notice that there are a lot of six four, six five players now that are out there on the floor playing that power forward position, especially guys that can rebound and, 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 and can shoot the three. So, you know, Derek Favors, as hard as he worked at trying to be a three-point shooter, he's basically a center. And we saw how well he played tonight. I mean, he's at a position where he's most comfortable. All right, what do you – What uh, two things. What is your take on that final play? Everyone's kind of asking, what is your take on the final play? Well, from watching the replay, uh, he, I thought he, uh, he did folly. I mean, he hit him on the wrist. Now, was it – did he hit ball and then the wrist? Uh, we couldn't really so. tell from here. So, so he hit him on the wrist. So there, there was a foul. Uh, and, and we were trying to figure out and see what position the official was in to make the call. Um, and, and you mentioned it that – you know, Ingram very fast off the dribble. The official uh, didn't change directions fast enough, and the play was already at the rim by the time the official got to the baseline. And with the basket being in, in probably in the way for him to make the call, he probably did, didn't see it. Uh, but, he, but he was fouled, and he probably should have gotten a couple of free throws. But, you know, we'll see what We'll see what the NBA rules on that one will be interesting. What do you think of the Favors-Gobert matchup tonight? I enjoyed that because they did they know each other very very well. I thought both players held their own and, and re, uh, Rudy rebounded very very well. What did he end up 19, yep. 19 rebounds tonight, and, and Derek ended up with ten. He's been double doubling for for the last six ball games. He only had nine points. It looks like, but uh, that was a you know you can see why uh, Derek was so so liked in Salt Lake City. He played very very well. Great to talk to Derek before the game. Wonderful guy. We all. Uh, adore Derek. It's absolutely fabulous to see him. He's playing well. And then New Orleans, that's why they'd won five of six. Was he and Etwan Moore started to get minutes? Those are pros out there. They play very, very well. It's an incredibly talented team. Jazz, though, are the hottest team in the NBA now, having won 11 of their last 12. And by the way, two big plays late. A Rudy Gobert dunk yeah. and a Donovan Mitchell pull-up jumper. So as much as Rudy got kind of taken off the rim and as much as Donovan didn't have some of his shots going tonight, they make big plays late. And Bogdanovich carries the Jazz with 35 and a solid bench night as well. We'll be back here on the 16th, So and, and Holiday oh. will probably play. This is going to be a, uh, that would be probably a little different basketball. I don't know game. if we'll get Mike back by then, but you never know. Uh, by the way, tonight, plus minus, Clarkson zero, Moutier minus three, Bradley one, Niang zero, Rajon Tucker plus three. That's Those were minus eight, minus nine, minus tens two weeks ago. We lose this game. That's why we're winning them now. Have a good night. Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts, and hit that subscribe button.